the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. He's trying to say, oh, yeah, it's business time. It's business. It's business time. I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say it's time for business. It's business time. Ooh. It's business. It's business time. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now. Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. You hear business time. You think Dr. Jeff Rose and Chief Economist with Briefing.com. It's time to talk business. And the rate hike has been a big topic of debate this week. All signs were looking for the Fed to raise interest rates in their September meeting. Then this big last four or five days of volatility and maybe not so much so, uh, because things went from normal to we need to normalize again. Dr. Jeff, what do you think is going to happen? You know, I don't know. Now, okay. what I can tell you is the Fed is not going to look at the market crash um, over the last week in the Chinese equity markets and in the U.S. stock markets and make a decision based on that. And, and Dudley came out this morning basically to say the same thing, that – you know, the stock market in general does a, a nice job of leading economic growth, but overall, uh, the impact on the economic outlook from, you know, a pullback like we've seen isn't something to be too concerned about, considering that the fundamentals rely more on uh, external impacts than U.S. domestic impacts. That said, What's going on in China could have a potential change in how the Fed you know, responds with interest rate hikes. And by that, we look more closely at the, um, at the rate of what the yuan is valued against the dollar. You know, the Fed is mandated to target inflation and unemployment. And one of their criteria was that the uh, inflation growth rate over the medium term was going to return to the Fed's target level of 2%. Well, right now, headline is running well below that, namely because of uh, the crash in, in commodity prices. But core is also running only at 1.3% year over year, and it's been kind of flat right around that level for quite some time. And we haven't seen any upward pressure on that. Now, when the Chinese devalued the yuan, making U.S. Uh, dollar stronger, what it does is it lowers import prices, which we would say is reducing or adding deflationary pressures to U.S. buyers. So if you're buying consumer goods and we know there's competition and prices are, are dropping to match the competition because the underlying support price that the, that the company is paying has gone down because the cost of the yuan is lower, then we have a deflationary problem. Now, if the Fed's trying to get to 2% inflation and you have inflation now looking like it's going to tick lower, 
that makes the Fed a little bit more uneasy at raising rates. So now, to summarize all this, and it's kind of confusing, is you know the market's looking at this big equity crash. That's a big deal. The Fed's really not going to look at that. You know, the financial stability of the U of U.S. banking system is not on the line here. However, if the Fed is going to be looking at what's going on, it, the underlying crisis of you know slowdown in China causing a yuan devaluation, meaning that the U.S. prices are going to be lower. And that will have an impact on how the Fed's going to respond. That could push out a rate hike, you know, from September, you know, well into next year, depending on how things are going. So, you know, it really all depends on how much the Fed is willing to risk inflation. You know, if they feel that, you know, 1.3% is fine, 1.1% is fine, you know, 0.8% is fine, then you'll have a rate hike sooner than later. If they're worried about the importing of deflationary pressures, then it's going to kick things out, you know, quite some time. Okay. Um, how do you think China's central bank or China's economic policy is handling their crisis? Because from the stock side of it, it looks like they're just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Are you taking a look at their policies? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is, and it's funny, it's like, you know, if you looked at during the Great Recession here in the U.S., we were envious of China because the idea that a central policy, a central plan can allocate capital perfectly and make growth happen just seemed magical and wonderful. You know, now the same idea of, you know, being able to allocate capital where you want and you find out that capital wasn't allocated efficiently, you end up with, you know, a pullback. And that's what's happening now is that, you know, China built up a lot of their growth based on, you know, stuff that wasn't real. So, you know, the Chinese policy is one, support the Communist Party and two, support the general economy. So, you know, if that's the way it's going to work, you're going to be doing things that, you know, economically are not, you know, recommended. And what you're doing then is supporting you know, to make sure that the leadership is secure and that makes things look haphazard because, you know, what you would expect to happen isn't going to happen because you have a little bit of conflict between, you know, the allocation of capital or, or the proper allocation of capital. Taking a look back domestically, housing and consumer confidence and autos all seem to be a big thumbs up. We have still the low cost of money, so that's just going to support housing and my brief analysis and we got low oil prices which means low gas prices which means people go out and buy bigger gas guzzlers we're looking okay for the next year aren't we yeah yeah and that's okay. that's the the problem you know and that's why the rate hike for september seemed logical you know if you look at what was going on over the next year you know even if you have an up move in oil prices even if things you know change a little bit. The outlook still looks decent. You know, the uh, you know, the growth rate or growth projections of three percent in 2016 or even above that, you know, is possible. You know, it's not like you're looking at it and going, "How in the world are they making these projections? These things will never come true." You know, the conditions are pointing that way. So, 
you know, if that's true, then a rate hike could happen because you would expect inflation to come around because you'd expect a tightening in the labor market because job growth has been robust. You know, uh, layoff levels have been, you know, virtually non-existent. You know, historic lows going back 40 years on some of these initial claims reports. So, you know, if you're looking at just domestic policy and what's going on, things are, are fine. You know, the, the hang-up is, if, are we importing too much deflationary pressures? Is that going to keep the Fed from uh, from responding? Durable goods orders came out this morning, and they were positive from what I can see. What do you see inside the numbers of durable goods? I was quite surprised. I mean, you, a lot of it came from autos. Uh, you saw the industrial production numbers that was it two weeks ago show you know a strong surge in uh, motor vehicle assemblies and, and orders and assemblies kind of follow hand in hand so that was a, that was a good number uh, I was expecting aircraft to play a, a much larger negative role and that didn't happen so you know that's a positive uh, and if you look at the underlying details I mean finished manufacturing goods were really strong I mean you had a good communications numbers you had good machinery orders you had good uh, electrical equipment orders put it all together, non-defense uh, cap goods were really strong. Uh, you know, you had some positive revisions to previous years, or so the previous months. And overall investment in, um, you know, manufacturing or manufactured goods, machinery, that type of stuff, equipment, looks good, you know, and, and that's a positive. Speaking with Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist with Briefing.com, Real smart guy, and he's able to put things in pretty human terms when talking economics. And uh, I like that because I think, think a lot of our listeners are freaked out by economists and how they talk and some of the terms. Um, what else are you seeing out there that's important? What are you working on right now? Yeah, I, I think and when we we talk about this, you know, every month, it's that the the key is employment. You know, the, the employment report is what we need to focus on. The employment report is what the Fed is going to be focusing on. If we see an August employment report that comes out, you know, the first week of September that shows really strong payroll growth, which would, you know, go in line with, uh, you know, these layoff levels that are, that are, you know, really, really low, and you have a nice gain in wages, that would mean that you have some demand pull, um, uh, inflationary pressures that that's good you know that would that would spark the Fed to say you know what let's not worry too much about what's going on overseas yes the dollar is strong yes we're importing some deflationary pressures but domestically we're going well you know we're gonna we're, we're gonna head in that direction inflation will come up this is more of a you know quote transitory impact and rates will go up and, and that's what they're gonna look at and, and I think that's the key if we get an employment report that shows lackluster payroll growth or shows wages that are flat or, or you know barely growing then you think the Fed will say you know what these outside influences maybe we should just wait off you know I, I don't think October meeting makes any sense since there's no press release or sorry uh, press conference after that so I think that your next move would be December and I, and I think that's where uh, where things will go in a very, very short answer, because we have less than a minute, um, home ownership in the United States is is plummeting in the last five years. How low of a number do you think we can get to? 64 percent? 62? I mean, you could get, you know, fairly low because of the way the changing dynamics of finding of getting loans and the changing dynamics of do, uh, you know, what typically we think of as the first-time home buyers, do they believe in the system? 
You know, if they believe that renting in an urban environment is better than uh, owning a home in the suburbs, then you're going to have a lower home ownership rate than you did in the past. So the question is, you know, are we going to see a change in the demographics? Great stuff. Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist with Briefing.com. Lots to think about. Lots of information there. I'll post it on my Facebook page if you want to go listen to it again later today. Uh, my Facebook page is I Hate Rob Black or Cron for Rob Black. It's also going to be on my Twitter. You can find that at Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.